you know, whatever you can to, to grasp onto kind of that inner self so that when you go into this world of craziness, um, you're just more grounded and more likely to attract the type of partner or even the one person that you're going to go on a date with. And maybe it doesn't even work out, but maybe that's just a better person because you're coming to it with a different mindset. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode. (laughs) (laughs) You look at me like I'm supposed to know what to say. I know. The look that Jared gave me was, oh man, I wish you guys could have seen it. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to mix it up. I'm just trying to mix it up. Sure. I'm Jared. I'm Leanna. (laughs) This is Hello and Goodbye. This is Hello and Goodbye. Um, This is another episode. Yeah. We're killing it, crushing yeah. it. Um, yeah, no. Um, I had an instance in my life that mm-hmm. I kind of led me to talk about the topic that we're going to talk about today. Great. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, lighthearted, shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a let's do a quick hitter. <laughs> a quickie. Yeah, I feel like we're taking a page out of the Case Kenny playbook. Yeah. Oh. He's yeah, d- does yeah. a lot of a lot of quick apps. His episodes are are quite a bit shorter. Yeah, ours are not quick hits. In Last and week out. was close to two hours. Well, <laughs> it was a good episode. Also, Jared. So I'm over here at Jared's house. This is actually we had an interview before this um, that we're gonna save because it's um, so amazing. But um, and then I was fa- not falling asleep, but just getting sleepy. And Jared made me a matcha latte, and it's fantastic. Thank you. Like it. How did you blend the matcha so well? Uh, with a whisk. <gasps> you have a whisk. Mm-hmm. Like a small enough <laughs> Is whisk. Is it an electric misc- whisk? No. Oh, it's just a regular whisk. Yeah, you just got to put some elbow grease into you it. You also had... Can I tell you, this is probably, this is going to make me seem douchey, um, but I think it's like a really good thing for dudes to like know how to cook breakfast, like know how to make a good cup of coffee. Like, so like if you, if you're entertaining anyone women or men, but I think it, it helps in dating or whatever. Like if someone spends the night, you can make them a nice matcha latte in the morning if that's their style or I've had, since I do pour over, see, I, I have coffee very rarely. It's like mm-hmm. a weekend treat for me and it's decaf because I'm weird. Um, <laughs> but I do pour over coffee and I've had like more than one woman like convert from their former coffee method to pour over coffee after they have my pour over coffee. Pour over coffee is really, really good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, you also brought me a piece of chocolate vegan cake. Yeah. <laughs> Which I had bought. Uh, I bought on Friday. Cause I took Friday off because I've been like just. Oh, you really did. I didn't know that. Overwhelmed with work. Good yeah, for yeah. you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. It was nice. Um, spend a nice day. And I was like, and there's a place near us that makes a vegan chocolate cake. And I was like, I want a rich piece of like oh, chocolate cake. It's the best. And so I just went and got it. And there was one little piece left. And I know you've been having a rough couple days. Aww. And I know. And I was like, oh, it's vegan. It's perfect. Right. Because you're not doing dairy right now. So mm-hmm. there we go. Even though I did open up your... 
M&M's over there. Yeah. Before you brought me the cake. While I was making your matcha latte <laughs> and getting ready to bring you cake, you were in here surreptitiously stealing <laughs> snacks. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. It's all love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud of you for taking a day off. Thank you. Yeah. It was it was it was needed. I work is overwhelming and then I'm also teaching a class which then yeah. takes up a full night during the week and then getting ready for the class takes up like maybe three hours on the weekend and then another night you know so it's just and like I like teaching and I you know get paid extra as an adjunct for it but like what you get paid is like nowhere near what the amount of time that you put yeah. in yeah yeah so well and then you have this podcast that you're doing that you're not getting anything I for record a podcast i've gotten a sweatshirt and a mug that's true for my troubles that's and a mic yeah. and a mic that's true yeah. yeah yeah um and then you keep feeding me and making me things that's okay well you come to me though i so, do you know yes. that that's yeah. important um, well, anyway, let's talk a little bit about some basic stuff. So, um, guys, we have a review contest going on until February 20th. So head over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review for us, give us a five-star rating, write us a, a cool review that stands out, maybe something sincere, something funny, something unique, maybe you write a poem or write a, la a rap. Ooh, we'll take a poem or yeah. a haiku. <laughs> Yeah, and um, remember last week I said I only had one OG mug? I found two more. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so there actually may be a couple more review contests coming. But with that said, if you want the mug now, go review now. We already mm. got a fire review that was written um, that was really great. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, but the idea with the review, guys, if you can just help us out and just take a minute to do it, it just helps our show continue to get seen and continue to grow and the more mm -hmm. the show grows the more likely we'll still be here in a few more months yes yes so like we love everyone's support we love it when you hit us up we love it when you tell a friend or post about an episode or whatever um but rating and reviewing is something that's like quick and free and easy yes totally yeah and yeah if you love the show do us a solid and write us a review. Yeah, thanks, homie. Damn it. I wish that would have rhymed. So I could have been like... Oh, I thought it sounded great. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. If you love the show, do us a solid. Write a review. Write a review. Do us a solid is like a... That's a good old school expression. What rhymes with solid? I don't know. Squalid? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a word, I believe. Really? Yeah. <sighs> like squalor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the other thing is today was kind of interesting. So, um, I got a, another tushy for mm. my house, um, the, my parents' house so that each toilet now has a tushy. So there's three toilets in the house and wow. all of them have a tushy. Um, and because I'm no longer in a relationship and my father is I not. I was going to bring this up. Yeah. Okay, and my good. father is not the best at doing things and keeping a positive attitude about it he's not like super handy and like no, great he, we'll just he's very handy but he'll complain yes. and be grumpy yes mm, correct and you know and he had work today and so i'm like okay i'm going i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it on my own and um it was a lot harder than i thought <laughs> well not tushy's fault let's just not say that. tushy's fault okay so 
if if I had been more handy than I am, I would say on average it would take someone about 30 minutes to get it installed. It took me a little bit longer, one, because I didn't know how to get the screws off of the toilet. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to get the toilet seat off, so I had to call Jared. I FaceTimed Jared, and he let me know that you have to go underneath and mm -hmm. you have to hold on to the plastic part. And I'm like, I was very happy that I had the answer immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice, like, affirming moment for me. As yeah. A, as a By the way, if you're a new listener and you have no idea what the fuck a tushy is, mm. uh, a tushy is a, a bidet. So yes. tushy is a sponsor for us, and um, and we'll go over how you can get a discount after the story. But um, they, you know, they have other products as well. But like, I got my first bidet like three, two or three months ago, and I love it. Mm -hmm. And Jared right. has a bidet, and my mom has one, and now there's another one. So. Once I got the toilet seat off, mm -hmm. then I got pretty much got everything figured out. Yep. And I'm not good at reading directions. Mm -hmm. So I read everything twice. And I good. tried I tried not to like over like I tried not to skip anything. Yep. Yep. Well then I got to the point where you put the toilet seat back on. Mm -hmm. And so I stuck the screw in, but it wouldn't come. Again, not Tushy's fault. Most toilets and toilet seats have really long plastic screws and nuts that can more than accommodate for when you install your Tushy with the same hardware. Correct. So that's not Tushy's fault. But my toilet did not have that. Yeah. So I called, or no, I didn't call you. I texted you. And I said, it's not blah, blah, blah. And, he's, and you were like, well, you're either going to have to go to your dad's workbench and maybe he'll have some, or you can ask your dad, or you can just go to the store. Well, again, like... Which, by the way, I was, I, I, it, it is a very big rite of passage. Like, when you enter the, when you join the DIY army, like, when you join the, the world of, uh, you know, sort of, like, bachelor nation, sort of, like, <laughs> do-it-yourself nation, what you have to understand is actually going to Home Depot just one time for a project is, like, unheard of. Yeah. It's almost always like you'll go once and you'll be like, I made my list. I got everything I need for this project. And then you get like 15 minutes in and then you're like, motherfucker, I have to go back <laughs> to Home Depot. So the fact that you did it with just one trip to Home I Depot, did. you should be very yes. proud of yourself. And I got the right screw and I put it in. Anyway, the whole thing is on my Instagram story. I'll, I'll uh, put it in... Um, you know how you can save your stories? To the highlights. The highlights, yeah. So mm -hmm. we have a sponsor highlight. So if you want to go check it out, if you get a tushy and mm -hmm. you want, like, some people are visual learners, That's right? true. A little step-by-step, -step, little Yeah, a little through. encouragement. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so anyway, but long story short, I did it. Yeah. I think that's a really, like, self-efficacy is such a huge thing. Like, my friend Erica, who's been on this podcast, she called me because she moved departments. This was, like, two years ago. And was like, can you come help me put together these bar stools? I ordered them and I had no idea that they would show up like mm -hmm. disassembled or whatever. And so I start reading the directions, start putting them together. And she's like, I could do that. And I'm like, yeah, I told you you could do this. Yeah. So then like she starts pitching in and helping out. And I'm like, Erica, this is a self-efficacy thing where you, you told yourself that you can't do something. Mm -hmm. But you can totally do it. You mm -hmm. just have to like, you know, and like, I mean, there's stuff that like. Like, anyone can change the oil on their car if they really wanted to. Like, it's not that hard. Like, you could watch YouTube videos for, like, 15 minutes and go to AutoZone and figure it out. 
Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not saying that you should. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever get to that efficacy mm -hmm. of myself. But if you're like, you know, ordering a, you know, you, well, you put together your office chair, which I think was the beginning of I did. the Tushy project. So I ordered a new office chair, which is a step in, and you know, I've got this new job with Dr. Morgan and I feel like I need to live in this kind of abundance mindset. And the office chair that I have is old. It's from a garage sale. I paid $10 for it. It's got stains on it and it squeaks. And I want an office chair that is solid and it mm -hmm. looks nice. Mm -hmm. And so I purchased one and it showed up and it wasn't put together. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this because I'm not going to ask, you know, my dad. <laughs> and and you were coming over that night. So I figured I could ask you if I needed help. Well, um, I pretty much did it. I questioned the directions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the first thing. <laughs> I walk in and you're like, there's a piece missing. <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure there's not a piece missing. And then I said, did you read the directions? And do you remember what your answer was? What? You were like, I skimmed them. <laughs> and your first thing was like, the first direction was like, you put this thing in this hole. And you put the thing in the hole and you were like, it doesn't look right to me. And I'm like, if the direction says that it's right, it's right. Just go with it. And then five minutes later, you had the whole chair together. Yeah. Anyway, so the chairs together <laughs> with some emotional support. The tushies together with some emotional uh -huh. support. And um, yeah, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah, you did great. Yeah, I was. Got, I got frustrated on both accounts. Like kind of like, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a little overstressed. I've got a lot of things going on in my life and I don't feel like I'm have a lot of like I'm having a hard time just calming my nervous system down mm. and things just keep coming up so when I go to do these things if they don't happen easily and quickly then it's really hard for me to keep my cool mm. and that is something that I have inherited <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, from your dad? Yes, maybe? yes. <laughs> so it's something that I really need to work on. But um, I wanted you guys to know, like, I installed my own tushy. I did it myself, you yep. know, and it's easy. And so for my female listeners and our male listeners, like, I highly recommend getting one. It's it's environmentally um, friendly. friendly and they're really not that expensive. Yep. And with our discount, you get 10% off. And it, the shipping's super quick. Yep. So um, go to hellotoshi.com slash hello and goodbye, and you get 10% off. So you don't have to do a discount code. You just have to have hello and goodbye in the URL. Booyah. Yeah. So there we Bravo. go. Bravo. Okay. Okay. What's going on with you? Uh, what's going on with me? Uh, well, so people who follow me on Instagram know that I got in a... I was in a, I like crashed my bike yesterday, yeah. like really bad. It was really scary. So what, so what happened? Okay. So I ride bikes with my friend. Um, every Saturday we ride the Santa Ana river trail in the morning and it had rained. So there's all these parts in the trail mm. where there's mud across the trail and I ride a road bike. So I've got like the skinny slick tires. And so my tires had gotten all muddy cause we had to go around the trail for part of it. And then coming down a hill and then around this curve. So I was like going pretty quick. My back tire starts to fishtail out behind me. And I was either gonna like slam onto the pavement like right there, but I somehow 
managed to sort of keep my bike under me and there's chain link fence on both sides of the trail in this uh, section. And this part of my brain was just like, like go for the fence. And so I basically, the only thing I could do to keep my bike upright and then just sort of like slammed into this fence with like my left side. Oh my God. But like, thank God, like the, the steel poles on this chain link fence are only like six feet apart. And I managed to hit like the soft spot right in between two of them. So I like jacked up my shoulder and both of my hands because I brought my hands up off the handlebars as I like crashed into the fence. Yeah. And then like, you know, ended up on the pavement or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was like, I was moving. Like it was, it should have been so much worse. Like it was wild. So what would have happened if you hadn't used the... If I hadn't gone... So either... I would have slammed on the pavement right away and then just probably like had all kinds of road rash. I probably would have like slid for, mm-hmm. you know, 15 or 20 feet or, or whatever. Or potentially broken something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. hit hard on my shoulder yeah. or my hand or whatever. And like, um, yeah. Or if there was like no fence and there had just been like a nice grass field for me to just roll into and then fall off the bike, that would have been nice. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it worked out great. Yeah. And my, my friend who was with me is like, uh, he has this like wilderness first responder uh, training mm. and all this stuff. So he was like the best person Aww. to crash bikes with because he was like, sit down, like don't get up. Like, and he like, he had me like sit there and was like, okay, first, like, do you remember everything? Like, blah, blah, like checking me for head injury and then had mm-hmm. me do like a full like scan of myself and whatever. And yeah, I was able to get on my bike and keep riding. So Wow. Yeah. So that was cool i guess i mean it was like so lucky i'm really grateful um, and you got a kind of cool like little thing on your i shoulder. got a cool little scrape on my shoulder yeah. i'm pretty sore today yeah, like my, I bet. yeah like my neck and my hands are really sore from where they hit um but uh that's going on i'm obsessed with the GameStop story oh my gosh okay so I don't want to talk about this for too long. Okay, we'll be quick. Because I don't think this is in the genre of maybe our listeners. But it is fascinating to me because I just downloaded like Stash, which is mm-hmm. like a... like a Oh, it takes your investment. savings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, like I have very little in there, but I'm, I'm just like Did starting... Did you buy GameStop with it? No, I didn't know that it was happening. I wish I had. Yeah. Okay, so did you buy GameStop? No, I didn't buy it. Okay, so, so... I've just been watching it and So maybe just, it. like, explain in layman's terms what happened. Okay, so the first thing you need to know, and this is... Here comes my uh, opinion here, but, like, uh, a good movie to watch is The Big Short. It's based mm. on a Michael Lewis book about the um, housing crash and the, uh, the, the, the global economic crash of 2008 that was caused basically entirely by, like... Wall Street, like, greed and market manipulation and, like, the regulators were in on it and, you know, like, everybody and the ratings agencies and all these people that are supposed to be checks and balances. So what you need to know is the stock market is deregulated to the point that it is a casino for rich people. And basically, like, Goldman Sachs and all these major head funds, like, engage in market manipulation all the time in all these different ways, right? We know, for an exa- for example... There's senators who like sold and bought a ton of stock when they knew yes. shit was coming with COVID yes. before the rest of us. Right. And like made millions of dollars, which is a crime, but whatever. Um, so 
basically, this is why this story is so great. So there's, it's known in investing circles that a lot of big hedge funds are what's called shorting GameStop, which means like they have basically placed a bet that GameStop, GameStop stock is going to go down. Mm. And they're like, this company is in trouble. There's no way. And so they have these huge positions. They have these huge bets out there to the tune of billions of dollars that GameStop's going to go down. And when it does, they're going to make a lot of money, mm. right? And the thing is, speaking of market manipulation, these big hedge funds just saying that, like hold enough sway in the financial markets that like other people who invest and stuff will be like, oh, wow, GameStop's going to go down. And then people start selling off their GameStop and then it goes down, right? And then they make their money and move on. So wait, how, but if the, if the, it's going down, how are they making money? I don't understand. So you, you, you that's what it means to short a stock. But they're making money because people are selling it? Selling their stocks from GameStop? Yeah, you basically, like, it, it gets kind of complicated. But a short is just a bet that it's going to go down. Okay, but where are they getting the money from the bet? Well, they, so you... See, this is what I don't understand. You don't understand, like, how people short a stock? No, I mean, I, I understand the concept. Like, okay, they're betting against GameStop. Yes. And so then because they're betting it against it, then people are selling. And so GameStop stock is GameStop stock is going down. But then how are these people then getting richer from that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it gets complicated, but what you do in a short sale is you you borrow shares of the stock and then there's like a set expiration date, then you sell them immediately. Right? Because if the stock goes down, then you buy the shares back at a lower price later and sell them back to the person that you borrowed them from. Got it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. So then here's what happens. There's a subreddit. There's a community on Reddit called Wall Street Bets that is a community that's like basically like, it's not like for serious investing. It's like people that do like day trading and they're like, hey, you can get this quick deal. And they like send each other memes and it's kind of like goofy and whatever. And so all of a sudden it became this viral thing on there that like, because the thing with a short, with when people have shorted a stock, if that stock starts to go up and they think it's going to continue to go up, what they have to do is then buy the stock themselves mm -hmm. so that they don't lose too much money. Right. Well, when they buy, then it forces it further up. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So you get, it's called a short squeeze. You get them in this catch 22, mm -hmm. right? And people are like, so on this subreddit, they're like, all these people have these short, these big billions of dollar short positions on GameStop and like, fuck them. I wonder if all of us just start buying a shit ton of GameStop. Like, we can make it go up. And if we do that well enough, then they'll have to buy GameStop to sort of cover their position. And it's going to make it go up even more. And, like, so maybe we can all make some money and we can screw over, like, billionaires. Yeah. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> and the stock yeah. went up, like, 1,700%. 1700 I think so. I think that's what I read. Yeah, didn't is it like aren't 
It was at like Didn't 20 and now it's at like, like 300. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, so word is that somebody uh, who, okay, this person, like a regular person or whatever, but this person, so the, the one f- figure I heard was a guy who originally like threw 53,000, like bought $53,000 worth of GameStop stock. So he, he could be a dude in his like late 20s who just makes a lot of money and still lives at home or whatever and like has that much money to, in savings. Uh, and that's now worth $11 million. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to... I, I try to do the math of, like, yeah, you could have easily, like, with a couple grand, you could have made, like, Oh, my gosh. I had know, I had my chance sure. when I invested in Stash. I put $25 down. I couldn't But what's it. crazy is now, and this, like, just speaking of, like, how crooked our economy is and how the government is rigged towards rich people in unbelievable ways. But like the big hedge funds and Goldman Sachs and all these big trading wall street outfits have been doing shit like this forever. And like, and when the housing market crashed, by the way, they got bailed out with our money, with our tax dollars. And then nine months later they were paying each other like, 20 million dollar bonuses with it yeah right and like and like we didn't make those bad bets they did right and Mm -hmm. we bailed them out and so they've been cheating the system forever and and now that regular people beat them at their own game there was nothing illegal about what anyone did yeah now all these assholes are like being like this is market manipulation. Oh, when are the Lord. regulators going to step in? Like, blah, 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 blah. And now it's like a point of pride that all these people on this Reddit are like, we're not selling. Like, we're holding. Because, because like, then, because there, there's a suspicion, I think, that, like, not all of the short positions have closed. Like, there's some people who are like, this is, like, a meme. They're, like, in a week. Like it's gonna, the price is gonna go back down to where it should be, and then we'll be fine or whatever. So mm-hmm. now all these people are like holding on to their GameStop to like, to just like, like make sure that they screw over like the the, the billionaires, which I love. I Good. love it so much. I so, love it so, so much. the question is, is should we put anything in GameStop now? We're too late, right? No, we're at the, yeah, yeah, it's it's at yeah. the top now. Yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah. Although, but then they did the same thing with AMC. AMC is another stock that like like all these major players had big short positions on. You know, like the movie theater. Oh chain. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like and they and that happened and and now like that price up has that price has gone up enough that they're like AMC was like is like more solvent as a company. Like they were maybe gonna have to go under and now it looks like they might not. I don't know. I don't know everything about it, so please don't hit yeah. me up with. Yeah, and I it's funny. I saw this meme that was like. Um, there was like a corporate head like table or whatever and it was like Tesla was there and Amazon was there and then it's like now it's GameStop. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Um yeah, I I I think I love the story where the underdog comes through. Yeah. You know? Well, and I'm like this this is good because I if if they regulate the market to prevent regular people from basically beating all these fucking billionaires at their own game then like that would be bullshit but also it's a casino like it like the stock market exists so that people with money can invest that money in a way that like builds businesses and grows the economy right like the same way a bank will like a bank was originally like a collection of people in your town and mm-hmm. when you had savings you could just have the money sit there or you could lend someone in your community that money 
so that they could buy a house. Mm-hmm. And then that person would pay off their mortgage every month and everyone in the bank would make a little bit of money off of the interest of their mm-hmm. mortgage, right? It's a win-win. It's supposed to exist to like build the economy and build investment in things that like help all of us. And the financial sector is the largest segment of our economy. And it's basically like what that means is that the biggest business in America is helping rich people make more money off of their existing money. <sighs> you know? And it yeah. and there's all kinds of shit. Like, just look it up. Like, high-frequency trading mm-hmm. where, like, basically, like, the major firms on Wall Street have these, like, have, like, a direct cable right to the trading desk so they can get in, like, a split second before everyone else. And just by doing that a million times a day, like, they just make a ton of money. And it adds no value to anyone's life or whatever. They're just gaming the system to make yeah. money. Yeah. Anyway, crazy. sorry. That's no, it's a cool story though. Yeah, I, I appreciate you explaining it because mm-hmm. I had I had read a couple of things and like I kind of understood it, but it's just hard for me to wrap my head around that. But no, I like it. What's yeah. going on with your uh, with your relationship? Um, things are good. Um, my birthday's coming up at the end of the month. <gasps> yes, it is. I know. Um, and I think we're gonna take a little trip. <gasps> Where are you going? I think we're gonna go ski. Ooh. Yeah. Where to? Utah. Someplace drivable. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, so you're not going to be here on your birthday? Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay, because I'll be recovering from neck surgery. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm still, I got a letter um, yesterday that my insurance, in order to approve it, still needs more documentation from my doctor, which is a bunch of bullshit. But, yeah. Um, so I'll be calling tomorrow and making sure that... It does get approved, um, but yeah, so far it's still on the nineteenth. So awesome! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, things are good. Well, good. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. You're gonna be forty. I know it's fucking crazy. What's the what's the it's the twenty fifth? Twenty fifth of February. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's very exciting. I don't know how this happened. How you turned forty? Yeah. Well, you I were still born... feel like I'm twenty five. <laughs> My body lets me know that I'm not every day. I have told three people now that I'm 35 years old. I am 34. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I've just, I I had a conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm 35. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm 34. (laughs) I don't know why I keep telling people I'm 35. Maybe I've just given up. (laughs) I'm telling you. So this one, okay, I'll say this. When I turned 30... I didn't have any shit about, like, leaving my 20s. And everyone I know who turns 30, you included, I'm like, your life gets so much better after you're 30. Like, don't have any fucking hang-ups. Your 30s are way fucking better than your 20s. Like, and that was 100% true for me. And it's been true for everyone I know who's been in their 30s, like, more than, like, six months, right? I'm having a tough time with 40. (laughs) Like, I don't, not a lot of people out there who are like, your 40s are like way better than you. I don't know. Well, have you sat, have you sat down and set like some short-term and long-term girl, short-term and long-term goals for your 40s? No. Maybe you need to do that. Maybe I should. Yeah. And I think my stuff is like a lot of hangups of like, what does it mean to be 40 and like, having never been married and like, you know, and like... Yeah, I think that we just, we need to be kinder to ourselves because I, I've been really going through a lot too of like, I, you know, I'm in this situation now where I wish that I could just go 
and have my own apartment and my space and, you know, really have that to like start this new job and have I just would have so much more freedom and it would be quiet and mm-hmm. and you know I could control what Olive is eating and like all of these different things that I just they're out of my control. Yeah. And if I hadn't had made certain choices like hadn't spent money here or spent this money or think you know I um made a lot of poor cho- choices after I got divorced and because of those choices I'm now living with my parents and I'm I'm not saying like that's a bad thing like I have to give myself compassion yeah. like I was doing the best that I could yep. even a month ago when I bought this thing that I didn't need I was doing the best I could dealing with the anxiety dealing with the breakup right yep. so we we have to have the compassion but then we also have to have the the goal then of like okay moving forward like this is okay yeah maybe i'm not where i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. but like this is where i want to be and so here's a timeline and i'm going to say it every day and i'm going to make it happen yeah i like that like compassion plus like intention yes. and goals yeah right is the way not to be sort of like aimless and stuck yeah right and that's something that i do that i took from my uh, coaching program with Dr. Morgan is like we every morning I have what I call what we uh, call a morning alignment and I sit down and I have like in my in my alignment I have a vision of where my life is going to be where mm-hmm. I want my life to be and then I have pictures of what that looks like and mm-hmm. I have affirmations that I tell and I do that every morning mm-hmm. and even though I don't you know always do the right thing or always do the thing that is in alignment with that it helps me like keep on track. You know what also I've been doing is I've been doing the five minute um, gratitude journal. Oh yeah? Yeah. I, I, you guys, if you have the $25, go on Amazon and get it right now. It, it, I freaking love it so much. It's, so there's a little bit of read, like tiny amount of reading in the beginning, but just kind of explaining like why it's a thing, mm-hmm. like what gratitude does for you. And then there's like a five day challenge of, of sitting down. It's five minutes every morning. It's five minutes every night. You say um, three things that you're grateful for, how you want your day to look, how today would be great. And then you say affirmations. And then at the end of the day, it's like what made today great and um, what could have made today better. Hmm. And like you do that, and I've done it every day since I've started, hey, and you. I love it. Oh, that's so cool! And it's so nice because like I have a hard time just sitting down and journaling. Yeah. And so this is just a nice. It's just a good way. It's like all the templates are there for you, mm-hmm. and it's like helps you kind of like um, just get, come into your body and your awareness and be in the present moment for a second. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that's awesome. And I can see how that would work better for you than just journaling. For some reason, it's making me laugh so hard to think of you like sitting down and being like, Dear Diary. <laughs> Dear Diary. <laughs> like, <laughs> had an argument with my mom today. She can be so difficult. Like, or whatever. I didn't want to ask my dad to install my cushion. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know what I've also been doing is I've been, oh man, I've been just really struggling with the breakup this mm. week. Um, oh, it's just hard. It's just really hard. And, yeah. you know, like you just don't get over someone 
that you love so much. And I think, you know, I had a friend I was talking to, like, yeah, maybe the relationship was only six months long, but like, it's different when you're in a pandemic and you're quarantining together. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it, I just felt like it, I probably, we probably didn't do a great job of really setting boundaries and pacing the relationship. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just really miss him. And I, I, I know that it was, I know and he knows that it was the right decision. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's hard. Yeah. What are you doing in those moments when you feel sort of like overwhelmed by like loneliness or like missing or like regretting or? Um, sometimes good things, sometimes bad things. (laughs) What are bad things? I don't think there's any such thing as bad things. Um, I did reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually really nice. I just said, um, I'm sorry I'm reaching out. I just, I'm really struggling. I mean, I miss you. And he was like, I miss you too. Mm. Um, and I said, I asked, I said, have you wanted to reach out? You know? And he said, I wanted to. It just, you know, it just helps me to know that I'm not in this alone. Yeah. You know, like I know, I know that he cares a lot about me and, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I really go down into that, I'm not going to hold it's it. It's okay. I'm not going to yeah, be able to hold it together. Okay. But what are some of the good things that you've done? Um... Well, I've been running, which has been nice. I've been getting some physical therapy on my hip, and I got a massage this week um, to try and work out some of the tension and so that I can run. Um, I have been um, doing the gratitude journal mm-hmm. and reaching out to friends when I need to. And... Uh, it's just been a lot. It's just been a lot. And, um, you know, I know that, I know that it's going to pass. You know, I think, um, I was thinking about this. So five years ago at this point was when, um, I was separating with my husband. Mm hmm. Um, and you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but in, you know, when we do my story part three, um, there was a lot of trauma that came with that. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think there's probably part of that trauma that's just, it's just there in my body. Mm -hmm. And so dealing with this grief is just triggering that yeah so it's not so you're dealing with this really painful breakup you've gone through and all of the sort of echoes of other stuff that is kind of like undealt with that's just been sitting there yeah i didn't realize how much mascara is coming down on my face do i look like a raccoon no actually you got you just got most of it okay yeah um Uh, well i mean for whatever it's worth like to hear 
you know, you be really honest about how difficult this has been and also hear you at the same time say, like, you haven't really doubted whether you've made the right decision, like, that you still feel really solid in that. I mean, that's that's incredible, right? That's a testament to, like, where you're at. And to just hear you say things like, um, I know it will pass. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that is... That's a, such great perspective, and then that's that's sometimes that's all we can do with the pain and the suffering that comes with life, right? That comes with taking the risk of getting close to somebody is like just to weather it, you know. Like you have to like weather the storm and know that there's going to be brighter days ahead, and just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other. And it sounds like you're really doing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I think this month just feels overwhelming with my surgery coming up and potentially moving office spaces. I'm looking at the new office tomorrow. And Mm. I just, you know, my ex was such a sense of comfort. Like a security blanket. And security blanket. And um, I was looking forward to having him by my side with the surgery and to have him help me move. And like, it's just so, it just, I got used to having someone again in my life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know because when i was married there was always someone there and then when you're not (laughs) no not no one's there but i mean but i mean but you guys know what i mean i mean it's different it's different right because a friend is different than someone that's going to come and snuggle with you at nighttime Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and and a friend is different than someone who is in a relationship with you and who is making you a priority you can't expect your friends to just make you a priority and drop their lives for you yeah you know and so Anyway, um, so I'm, you know, it's just, it's just a lot and I'm just, I'm having a hard time and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do the best I can with juggling the new job that I'm, I'm trying, I want to be excited about and I want to be, um, like open to receiving people who want to do the program. And so I need to like have this kind of receiving attitude. And I, I, right now it just feels like I maybe am unintentionally closed off to that. And so I'm Mm. trying, you know, and I think uh, just right now, maybe God is just protecting me and my, my energy isn't there right now. And I don't know. I don't even know if I'm making sense, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm doing the best I can. I think you're doing great. And I think like even, you know, with the job stuff, right? Like even again, in that kind of job, like I think you at, 25% 25% is better than most people at like 100% in terms of like like reaching out and like talking to people that are interested in blah 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 so like give yourself that grace that like even if you don't feel like you're 100% like the person on the other end like doesn't know that and yeah. they'll be like oh yeah. wow she was so great like right. you know I see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. hmm Thanks for sharing, friend. Yeah, of course. Um, that well, and um, another thing that I did that I don't, I wouldn't say is unhealthy, but um, I one night I was like, okay, well, you know, this isn't happening. I need to move on. I'm bored, so yep. I'm gonna download Hinge, <laughs> as we all do. <laughs> I was like, Jared can do it. And Alyssa can do it, so I can do it. Um, 
and I had it about 24 hours. <laughs> and then I found myself becoming obsessed and um, not obsessed, but the, the beginnings of that's what was circulating in my mind and becoming attached to outcomes of why this person wasn't messaging me back or why this person didn't match with me or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I just realized, it, one, I was nowhere even ready to mm. begin thinking about building a relationship with someone. Um, and two, um, I wasn't in a, the healthy mindset. I yep. And I think, you know, this is kind of what I want to talk about today with dating apps is, you know, we... When the first dating app episode we did, it was really just a how-to, yep. right? It was a how-to-do-the-dating-app thing. And um, and so I do want to talk about some of those things that maybe have changed a little bit, hmm. especially with COVID, um, and things that I've noticed since I had been on them. But also, I wanted to talk about, like, when to do the dating app. Oh, wow. And why yeah. to do the dating app. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so anyway, let's do it. Let's dive in. Okay. I can't wait to hear about this 24-hour odyssey <laughs> where you had like a, the full range of emotions with Hinge within 24 hours. I know. Hours. You know what's wild is I have multiple accounts to share from it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I so, bet. Um, so, you know, my favorite thing about dating apps is creating my profile. Interesting. Because I get to be creative. It's yeah. like I get to look through my pictures and I'm like, ooh, that's a really good picture of me. Okay, I'm going to put that picture. And I'm like, okay, well, this, I want this picture to be like my second picture and this uh -huh. picture to be like my fourth picture. But this one has to be the end because that's like the fireworks one, you know? And then it's like, I, I like answering the prompts because I yep. like being funny. Yeah. So um, I think there was one, it was like, what would you... Um, what would cause you, I don't actually, I don't remember how they described the prompt, but what would be the worst thing if it didn't exist in the world? And I was mm. like, avocados, you know, because it's like, that's a really good, that's a really good choice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, um, and then there was one that was like, this is a non-negotiable. And I was like the agreement that black lives matter and, uh, women are just mm -hmm. as strong as men, you know? So it's like, I got to showcase my personality a little bit with each answer. Yeah. Um, and I can see how that's affirming. You're like, hey, this is who I am. Yes. You know? And yeah, like, it's yeah, very yeah, empowering. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, okay, this is who I am. And then there's this potential of like, the right guy is going to come to the profile. And he's going to be like, oh, avocado. This is exactly what I've been looking for. She's my soulmate. <laughs> um, and, you know, and it's fun to like have guys like to feel sexy. Yes. And like to post pictures that you know you look attractive. Or, But I also um, try not to do a lot of like our professional pictures. Oh, interesting. Because I think it actually can scare people away. I, I yeah, I can see that. Uh, so I try and, and do more of the candid, like genuine ones. Yes. That don't look like they're shot from like a yeah, really fancy if, camera. Yes. If it's all those, I've had that where I've been looking at someone's profile and I'm like, what does this person actually look like? Right. When they're not like professionally yes. lit and styled and staged. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I did include one photo from our... Which is good, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I did not say... I have a podcast. Mm -hmm. I've decided going forward that I'm not going to lead with that for a while. Mm -hmm. 
um, just have a little conversation. And yep. I, I don't even really like talking about what I do, period, to be honest. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before, but if I say, you know, um, yeah, I teach piano, this and be like, oh, can you teach me a piano? Yeah. Or it's like, oh, yeah, I do yoga. Oh, are you flexible? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a podcast. Oh, what's the podcast? It's a dating podcast. <laughs> and then they Are like, you going to talk about yeah, me? Yeah. Exactly. It's like yeah. so annoying. Um, but yeah, so I, I did not pay for the monthly subscription, mm-hmm. but I would suggest if you're really serious about it, that you do pay. I would agree, yeah. Um, Because if you pay with Hinge, then you can set preferences for things like height, political beliefs, things that are are really important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also... I like that you put height and political beliefs together. (laughs) Those things are clearly important to me. You know, the things that are about your deepest values as a person. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm 5'8". Yeah. I... He's got to be at least 5'10". I really, I, and it's more about me, yeah. right? It's my own insecurity. Yeah. Like, because I, I'm not, I'm not like overweight, but I have curves. Yeah. And, and I've got muscle and I, I'm not slight, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm 5'8 and I have a lot of muscle. Like, I want someone who can pick me up and I can wrap my legs around them. Mm. Right. Like the bachelor, so you can run yes. at them and jump into the hug and wrap your legs around them. Okay, good. And preferably tall enough that when I wear heels, I'm not taller. Yes. And I like wearing heels. So I think that's all fair. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay. Um, so, um, okay, yeah. So, and then also with the subscription you can see everyone who's liked you. Oh, yeah, not just... Not the, just, like, one at a time. Yeah, yep. And also, there's this new stupid thing... It's really annoying. I hate that you can only thing. send, like, 10 likes per day if you don't pay for oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. I, 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 I thought you were going to say the roses thing. It was like oh, a yeah, really that's dumb, too. What, what are we, The Bachelor now? I guess. You can send a rose per day or something like and that? And then it gives you, like, different people that you can't see... In just your regular, like, feed of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Come on, Hinge. Yeah, yeah, Hinge is, to be... To me, I actually prefer Bumble. Hmm. Um, I know I have a lot of friends who prefer Hinge. Like you, I think you prefer Hinge, right? Yeah, but now Bumble actually moved to be more like Hinge, where you can just sort of like like someone's photo or something like that. Like they they adopted that. Oh, from really? Hinge, I think. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I mean, when I am ready, um, I would most likely just do Bumble. But I, mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't. I didn't want to potentially see my ex on there if he was doing it um, because that's where we met. And I just, I wanted to like protect myself from that. So I I went the hinge route, but um, not the greatest route for me. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I think it, I don't know. I, I just feel like the dating, I just wish they were as simple as they used to be. Hmm. You know? How do you mean? Well, because like Hinge is like now you got the roses and yeah, Bubble, it's yeah, like yeah. you got the super swipe. And like that's dumb. Ugh, super just, swipe is so dumb. Just yeah. like or match. Like if a guy, like I had one guy send me a rose, it's an automatic no. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I think it's dumb, so I don't want to be with someone who doesn't think that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Right? Yeah, I've only ever super swiped people on Bumble by accident. 
Because somehow, like, when I'm going to swipe right or left, like, somehow Super Swipe sneaks in there and, like... Yeah. And it goes Super Swipe, and I'm like, I was trying to swipe left on that person, but whatever. So, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, basically, like, it's just extras that means you really like that person. And it's... I think this is all, speaking of GameStop, right? This is all because these apps are trying to, like, monetize more and more. Right. Right? They're like, if we add more features then we can charge people more for more of the special features. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what was also interesting is the prices have gone way up. Really? Like a month was is at least $20 now. Like if you just pay a month, mm. it's $20. Back in July, I think it was like $10, like oh, $9.99. Yeah. So it's gone up a lot, um, which makes sense because probably more people are using them because of COVID. That's probably true, yeah. You know? Um, okay, so I will share with you guys some funny things that happened in my 24 hours on the dating Perfect. apps. Um, okay, so I, this one guy commented on me, or maybe I think just liked a picture or something, mm-hmm. so I matched with him. And we got to talking. It, he wasn't my typical type, mm-hmm. but I was like, all right, I'm going to try and think outside the box Be a little bit. Be open-minded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, this is like going okay. And I, he asked me, you know, when was my last relationship? And I said, well, it, it really just ended at the end of December. And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, that's nice. A little empathy. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is pretty low here. <laughs> um, so anyway, but then it got to us talking about COVID and um he said so he was in a uh, his job allows him to get the vaccine right now oh good for him and i said oh have you gotten it and he's like i don't really believe in this oh no (laughs) and i said oh really i said um because you know i i really think the vaccine is really important I, I think it can help us, like, get back to normal life. And um, I said, you know, do you care to, like, expand on that? And I, I was really tempted just to, like, unmatch. Yeah, you, right yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, on one, in one way, like, good for you for being like, well, let's hear this person <laughs> out with their batshit crazy beliefs. So then he said, um, well, he's like, I think I would be fine if I got it. So I'd rather someone else get the vaccine that needs it. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Okay, yeah. But also, like, if you get it, the vaccine, then less people are likely to get it. Yeah, it's from like, you. yeah, you'll get it and then spread it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he's like, honestly, he's like, I just don't like medicine or vaccines at all. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> I said, hey, listen, um, I totally understand where you're coming. Or I said, I respect your beliefs. I said, but honestly, like, um, I, the, I, this real is really important to me and I would need a partner that is on the same page. Yeah. And so, so by the way, guys, like take, like, it's so like, if you want to just unmatch the person, go for it. Yeah. Like you can totally just unmatch, but my conscious can't do that. I have to let the person know <laughs> that <laughs> they are not the right person for me. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I just said that and, um, he was like, okay, no problem. And then, boom, it was done. I think that that's also good because I think, like, I don't know. Oh, is this going to sound obnoxious? Like, 
if somebody, if people have beliefs that for which there's really no real truthful basis. Yeah. And those people holding those beliefs puts other people in danger because mm-hmm. of that person's beliefs. Then I think you sort of letting someone know like, I'm unmatching you because I don't agree with these beliefs. I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think, and like, right. So it's so like what we know is that, you know, we know this more than ever from like political discourse and how shitty it is today. But like, you can't like berate someone into changing their mind and to mm-hmm. taking a new perspective. But I think like if people are kind, like you were and sort of say, well, I don't agree. And this is important to me. So see you later. Like, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if if people are, you know, if there's people who still are out there saying, like, Trump stole the election, like, I hope, like, that women everywhere, like, refuse to fuck them. <laughs> Seriously! You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that's just an interesting, also, addition to the dating apps right now, is, like, now there's, you are talking about COVID, yep. right? So you have to decide... Um, oh, I had someone stop messaging me because he said, hey, because of COVID, are you okay with us linking up? Like, meaning, like, meeting up. And I said, yeah, I, honestly, like, I prefer to social distance first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when my mom gets her second um, vaccine shot, then if it works out, then I'd be open to, to more. Yeah. And just stop messaging me. And, and my thought with that is he was probably just looking for a hookup. That's what I think, yeah. 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 So so it's just interesting that there's this new layer. Well, I told you that I had that, like, the, there was a woman who I matched with on one of the apps in the summer who had, like, a who was, like, had a show business career and had oh, a yeah. big thing, had, like, a ton of Instagram followers or yes. whatever. And then... She was like, yeah, I don't really believe in the whole, like, mask thing and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I did what you did. I tried to be, like, nice and, like, well, anyway, but yeah. But honestly, it's kind of a good way to rule out hookups. Yeah? If you're like, hey, listen, like, I'm really interested in meeting up with you, um, but I'd really just prefer to social distance you know, and yeah. then when I feel like the connection is strong enough, then I'm okay if we've taken precautions or whatever. Well, if the guy is only looking for a hookup, he is not going to go to that much work. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. I've had, I've had, you know, from the summer and then a couple months ago, like I found women that we're on either end of the spectrum and I'm sort of in the middle. Mm. So I, when I've been like, I had one be like, Hey, like let's meet up and like hang out and like get a drink or something like that. And I'm like, let's let, how about we have a video chat or something first. Then they're like, Oh, okay. Like, Oh, Mr. Cautious over here, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And then I've had other women where I'm like, well, yeah, after a video chat, like, you know, meet up and be distanced or whatever. And they're like, oh, I don't, I, I wouldn't do that or whatever. You know, like, yeah. so there's people, the whole range of reactions. Yeah, and I, th- I think, you know, do what you feel is in your conscious yes. that you should do. But I, I think it's it, very important that we remember, like, COVID is still a thing. We're still in a pandemic. 
I know multiple people now who have died. Yep. Like one very personally who has passed away, who was just a few years older than me. It's tragic. Yeah. And, um, and there's all these variants now that are more contagious yes, and potentially I more have deadly. Multiple clients who have had COVID and like, yep. I could, you and I could get COVID, you know, yeah. like we could still get it. And so it's just, I think a it's, woman I know at work, who's like probably around your age, by the way, was two kids. I like, cause I, some of us are going back into work very occasionally and I needed to pick something up from her office and I hadn't seen her in months. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, how are you? She was like, I was like, you know, and I know she has kids and stuff. I'm like, family all safe? Like, and she was like, yeah, we're all fine. She's like, I already had COVID. And um, and she's like around our age-ish. Um, had COVID a couple months ago. Still can't taste or smell anything. <gasps> wow. And like, it, it, it will come back. It you know, will, like, yeah. Because like the nerve damage or something yes. that happens, like it yeah. takes a while or whatever. But she's like, yeah. And she was so nonchalant about it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. And so, I mean, I think that's also too kind of a way to test out someone's character. Yeah. Of how they view this. I mean, and maybe you're listening and you don't care. And, and we would urge you to consider, um, you know, other people and yeah. that people are dying and to wear a mask. But it really is like the person in the zombie movie who gets bit and then doesn't tell anyone else that they got bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, like, think about it like that and just be like, yeah, I'll just wear a mask because even though I'll be fine, like, and like, that's the thing that pisses me off when I see people in the store not wearing masks, when all the stores require masks, but they don't want to confront people and whatever. So I see people in the grocery store, and I'm like, you realize that I'm wearing a mask? My mask is not protecting me from you. It's protecting you from me. And you not wearing a mask is not like you taking the risk on yourself. It's actually you putting me at risk. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's so true. Okay. So anyway, if so, this is a good way to test character. Just yep. be like, hey, you know, do you wear masks? Yeah. Um. Do you social distance? Do you know how science works and you believe in <laughs> basic facts of? Yeah. It's just dating apps at a whole new level. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, and I, I mean, I think too, like, I mean, just you know, I know I made the joke about like people who still believe that Trump stole the election, but I think that's probably out there too, like. You know what I mean? That was out there, you know, that's been out there forever of like, mm -hmm. like people who are like, if you don't, if you're not, if you don't believe the Black Lives Matter, then don't match with me. And I've seen, I've seen women who have that stuff on their profile and have connected with some of those women. And then I've seen women who are like, um, Trump supporter, like, if you don't love America, then like, don't match with me or whatever. <sighs> and well, I'm like, and I'm always like, thank you for telling me. Like, well, and that's, so that's on point with the next thing I was going to say is, okay, great. okay, so one, another comment that I got, um, so on my prompt, uh, so I always say in my profile, uh, no Trump supporters, Black Lives Matter, the things that are important to me that if the other person doesn't agree with, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. That is a deal breaker. Okay. You can be Republican, maybe. Okay. Yeah. But Trump supporter no. Yeah. Um, so my comment was, um, it's important that you agree with me that Black Lives Matter, women are just as powerful as men, and Trump was the worst president ever. And the comment, so this isn't, so on Hinge, you don't have to match. 
you comment or you like something. Yeah. And then if the person that likes you or that commented, if you like them, then you can match with them and then have a conversation. Yeah, but you can still see their comment and you can just say, no thanks. Correct. And they, they, they can't send you anything else. Yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. really nice because it like avoids DMs that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. So anyway, this guy had the nerve to comment to that, he said, he put a laughy face, and then he goes, now I know why you're single. Ugh. He felt like he needed to go out of his way to comment on my thing, something that he completely disagreed with, yeah. to tell me why I'm single is because of those things. Yeah. Those people still exist. That, that is wild to me. Yeah, you're such a, like, you're such a troll that you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that you're like, on someone's dating app. Like, like what, what did he want me to do? Match with him and then have a disagreement in the messages? Yeah. Like, or be like, he? or be like, wow, I never really thought about it that way. You're so thank dreamy. You, thank you for changing my mind. Stop, <laughs> hashtag stop the steal. It's just, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Dudes, yeah, there's so much, like, toxic, so much toxic people, but especially, like, I don't know, that has a whole, like, incel energy, like, dudes that are just angry at women mm -hmm. for a lot of things, and, like, yeah, that's, like, I'm going to intentionally take an action that has no outcome other than maybe I'll make a woman feel bad about herself. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. So and it's because it's because you saying things that you believe in and care about made him feel insecure right. and shitty. So now he needs to like lash out. And it took everything out of me not to mash with him. Yes, thank you. <laughs> to just lay into him, but I thought of you. And I thought of what you always say, like, don't give energy to trolls. Yeah. Don't give energy to those people because they don't deserve your energy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, someone says that, like, you only have so much real estate in your head. And, like, don't let people live there who don't deserve to. Don't let people take an inch of yes. your head space. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so then I had another comment. <laughs> How many hours in are we at this point? <laughs> So I think so I think that one was maybe like 10 hours in. This comment was oh the the no vaccine guy was fairly early in oh. signing up. Uh the convo where the guy didn't respond because I said I wanted to social distance was like the next day. Um so then the other comment. I mean it's so funny because all of these instances just kind of sum up what is involved in dating apps. Yes. Um I posted a picture I'm trying to think of what picture. It was me on a hike or something like that. I was in yoga pants, so but it wasn't a behind shot. It was just like from the side. Mm -hmm. And the comment was just body like B O D Y exclamation point? Yes. All caps? Yes. Wow. Wow. And there was actually multiple exclamation points. Four. There was four exclamation points. Like, again, did he think that I was going to see that and be like, mm, boy, yeah, let me show you more. I know I got the body. I'm a hottie with the body. 
Wow. Like, like that's kind of like that thing of like the man whistling at the woman. Yeah. The cat you, calling. Yeah. Is it possible that some women respond to that? <sighs> I hope not. I mean, I just to me, it's Was so he, degrading. Okay, can I? Can I? Do you, do you remember what his profile looked like? I Did know. you look at it? Okay. No. I don't think I don't think any of these men though were attractive. Well, see, that, that, that's what I was going to ask him. Like, if he's like, like kind of a hot sort of fuckboy type, Mm-mm. like there might be enough women who are attracted enough to him to be like, oh, I'm flattered, like or whatever. I don't know. No. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, I mean, that's the other thing is like, oh my gosh, I sent Michelle this. This reminds me. I sent Michelle this meme today. Um, that reminds me of like these guys on these dating apps that do they just think that they anyway i'll read you the meeting be like dudes be like where's my big titty girlfriend with a small waist that watches anime and plays video games but not too much and can be both my mom and my therapist meanwhile they're just some guy yeah it's so true though yeah you know and it's like (sighs) yeah yeah I, <laughs> I mean, but it's interesting, though, because, like, you, like that's a... I actually like that meme. Because you also see the memes where it's, like, women who are, like... Like, he better be, like, 6'2", and make at least six figures, and, like, all this stuff. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes both ways, for sure. Yeah. But I think, I think with men, it's more... I guess kind of what you're saying is, like, that male... Or that masculine toxicity yeah. of the woman has to be what they want, or and if they're not, they feel insecure. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um. So anyway, so then there was another conversation that I actually had with someone that was going back and forth, um, and he l- liked me, and I matched. I decided to match with him, even though I wasn't super attracted based mm-hmm. on the photos but sure. there were a couple things that i saw um that i was like okay like maybe i'm you know seems like a person of substance maybe yeah, yeah yeah um and he was really sweet and the conversation flowed and there was um some i wouldn't say chemistry but there was some banter okay but then i started to kind of get this feeling that he was going too intimate too fast like Okay, hear me out. Okay, I'm with you. When you're messaging with someone, yeah, and you're like, it's like the first couple hours of messaging. It, yeah, are you saying their first name a lot? Because that weirds me out. It's define a lot. And, okay, and give me a couple examples. Okay, like, um, okay, so the first message. So I used to do this. I used to be like, let's say his name was Paul. I'd be like, Hey, Paul, how's your day going? I do that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if they said, hey, Leanna, how's your day going? Fine. Yeah. And then a little bit in the conversation, you know, Leanna, you seem like such a wonderful person. And then like a little further in conversation. It's just been so great talking to you, Leanna. And it's just too much for me. It's too, because this person doesn't know me. It feels like, see, and, and I think where, how I would feel is I would, I would feel like this guy read on some article that women will respond better if you use their name a lot. Or yeah. Like, it feels sort of forced. Yeah, it yeah. Felt, and that's what I felt like with this conversation is it felt clinical. Yeah. Like, it felt like he was 
following a playbook. Really trying to figure out what he was going to say. And anyway, by the end of this conversation, and there was another guy that had mashed with me um, that he was like, hey, cutie. And I said, hey, how's your day going? And then he didn't respond. And so then I was getting attached to that conversation. Like, well, why didn't he respond? Mm -hmm. Should I have said something different? And then I was like, no. Because he, that guy was really attractive. And Mm -hmm. so then I was like, why don't, what, he didn't like my answer. He didn't like my profile. Like, what's going on there? Why didn't he unmatch me, right? So these are the thoughts that are going in my head. And then I've got this one conversation with this guy that I'm not as attracted to, who's like being Mm weird-ish. Or maybe I'm running from something that I'm not familiar with, right? And I just realized... It's too much, Mm. you know, and it's, it was an escape in that moment when I was bored and I want, I want so badly to move on from my ex, but I'm just not there yet. Yeah. And, um, it just made me realize like, it's so important. And actually when I met my ex, I was there of just being okay with the outcome of what's going to happen. So Mm -hmm. when you sign up for the dating apps or you've already signed up and you just, you find yourself like getting attached or getting frustrated or upset or blaming yourself, like you have to rewire your beliefs on that and take out all expectation from it. Because anytime you have expectation, it's not going to go the way that you want it to go. And when your sort of feeling of your self-worth gets tied up into are people responding in the ways you want them to respond? And, and if they're not, then, then that's making you feel bad about yourself. Yes. That's where you need to go. Stop. Shut yes. it down. Yes. Get, get reset. Your, yes. Do some meditation. Get a gratitude journal. Go talk to a friend. Yeah. And maybe you take, oh, take two weeks off. And exactly. Like, what the hell do I want to do this weekend? That's going to make me feel good. Like, yes. can I go have fun with my friends? Can I go for a long walk or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then if you sign up again and you're okay for a day and then those thoughts start coming back, like have that self-compassion. Yeah. Step away from it again. Yeah. Like just keep, you have to keep training your brain so that you don't spiral into this really unhealthy place inside yourself because these stupid men or women on the dating apps just aren't worth that because they don't know you. Yeah. You know? And so I thought of um, maybe some affirmations that we could give our listeners to, to like be even every time you go to go to the app. You could just say like this affirmation. Mm -hmm. So you could say, um, I am worthy of finding secure love. Mm -hmm. Um, You could say, I have no attachment to um, the outcome of these messages. My love and acceptance for myself is stronger than any reaction from a stranger. Love that. You know? Yes. I am open to receiving love. I mean, yeah. even just something as simple as that. And and what I would challenge you guys to do is to just to grab a piece of paper and write out two or three that yeah. like really resonate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's here's uh, here's one that's I think been important for me is like 
There is an unlimited supply of people yes! on this app. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yes, the abundance mindset. Yes. You know? Because it's so easy to go, oh, I was really hoping that person would message me back or they did message me and then, you know, like like your story. And then I messaged back and then I didn't hear anything. Like, that's the one that I really wanted. Like, oh no. Like, yes. and you start feeling shitty about yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, and even you, if you have struggle with body image stuff or... Um, appearance stuff, you could say, you know, I am, my body is strong and healthy and yeah. I am um, beautiful in every way. I mean, you know, whatever you can to, to grasp onto kind of that inner self so that when you go into this world of craziness, um, you're just more grounded and more likely to attract the type of partner or even the one person that you're going to go on the date with, and maybe it doesn't even work out, but maybe that's just a better person because you're coming to it with a different mindset. Yeah. Well, and, and even even affirming the choice to step away if you make that choice. Yeah. Of like, this may not be the right time for me. Mm -hmm. This doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. There's doesn't this, this doesn't mean I have to fix myself and then come back, right? It just means like this isn't making me feel good right now. Yeah. And so like. Yeah, so I, this isn't what I need right now. Yeah. yeah. And I would say one more would be, um, you know, if this is important to you, um, I will date ethically with compassion and with honesty. Yeah. Because I think it's, as we date, and this is 2021, and I think this is starting to come to the forefront, like, stop ghosting, you know, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like in the dating apps and, yeah, yeah. you know, if you've had five hours of conversation or whatever, you're just not feeling it. I mean, if you want to say, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling it. Go for it. I That's what I would do. But also, like, if you just want that person out. But if you've gone on a date or you have a date set up and you need to cancel, tell the person you need to cancel. Mm -hmm. If you go on a date and you don't feel it, just say, I'm sorry, I don't feel it. Yep. You know, and you... Don't, again, you don't have to be attached to their response to that. Mm -hmm. Once you've done your work, you're done. Mm -hmm. I think Dr. Lauren has some great, didn't she have some great like alternatives to ghosting like on her Instagram feed recently? Yes. Yeah, she had some really good ones. Yes, she did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go follow Dr. Lauren, Lauren yeah. at Dr. Lauren Fogel Mercy. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I know that this is, you know, this conversation happens all over social media and in um like just kind of the social media world but i just think it's such an important conversation to have with a different mindset yes you know and it's not all even though there's like funny things that happened and and in a couple months or whenever i'm ready like i'm sure you'll hear more stories you know <laughs> um but you know i i just Ooh, can I can, can I tell a story that I don't think I told that I was really proud of myself for? Yes. Maybe I maybe I did tell this. I don't remember. So this might have been like a little bit before I met the person I'm currently seeing now, but it's on the app and I matched with someone and some like witty banter went back and forth and she was attractive and um uh and then I think we set up a time to talk or whatever, like and then you know, like the day of, I was like, hey, like, still good to talk later tonight, like, whatever. Didn't hear back. And then got a message, like, 
a day afterwards, like, oh, hey, sorry, forgot to check my phone, like, blah, blah, like, hey, how about we set up, you know, like, another time or whatever. And I said, no problem, like, I get it. I said, you know, but, uh, like, no thanks on setting up another time. Like, I'm not really excited about people that aren't excited about me, and I wish you a lot of luck. Good for you. Yeah. Did she respond? Yeah, yeah, I, I think she was like, Okay, cool. I get that, and good luck to you, too, yeah. or whatever. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, and it would have totally been okay if you would have been like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's set up another time. Yeah, but, like, and I watched myself have the same, like, in that time I was like, oh, she's really attractive, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I'm, like, talking myself into this thing, and sort of, like, it just didn't feel right for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I said what I said. Well, and I think it's also good to remember that oftentimes the behavior you see in the beginning is behavior that you're going to continue to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got, I got a real strong feeling of that too. Yeah. So if they don't, it takes a couple days to respond or they cancel it, most likely that's going to continue to show up, mm-hmm. you know? And so you have to decide if you're okay with that or not. Yeah. And I think so often it's so funny, like when we're attracted to somebody we like make up all kinds of excuses kind oh, of for sure you know it's like because we go like well they seem kind of superficial on their profile but like maybe they've got a deep side and then you like <laughs> and then you start like sort of making up a deep side that really isn't there yeah you know yeah, yeah. have you okay i will say this let's end with this okay the people that you have seen on a serious level so i would say you know, the last three girls, yeah. including this one. Yeah. And I will use my ex-boyfriend example. Yeah. There were no games with us. Were there games with you guys? Like when he would message me, I'd message back. I knew that if I messaged him, he would message back. It was like, when are we hanging out? Oh, okay. We're hanging out here. Like there was no guessing games. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Now with the person I'm seeing now, like it, it took a while, like yes. where... We it moved like pretty slow, but no, there was no like kind of BS. Yeah. yeah, there wasn't like it wasn't like one of you fell off the planet. Like I feel like there was honesty right from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And so I think I think that's just a good way to to go into this. So you set your intentions, you go in, and then you look f- to communicate with people who aren't BSing you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and there shouldn't be games. Yep. And I I think you should try and FaceTime or meet the person as soon as you can because nothing's worse than going two weeks of amazing conversation and then you meet and there's zero chemistry. Yeah, I've talked to people who did like a month of that. I've talked to women who were like, I was messaging this guy for a month and we got really excited about each other and like we were texting every day and blah, blah, and then we met and I was like, oh no. Yes. That's the last thing. I know. Yeah. So try and, you know, make it fairly swift. Yeah. But just just keep doing that until you meet someone that you want to spend a little bit more time with boom there you go good job should we say what we're grateful for yes you go first (sighs) i am grateful um even though i do live with my parents and that's something that i am working on and having self-compassion i am very grateful that they are offering me a place to live 
rent free. Mm. Um, I can pay off some debt and um, it's just, it's very, not a lot of, not all families would do that, would offer help to their, to their child in their (laughs) thirties. So I'm just, I'm very, it's something I need to keep being grateful for Mm -hmm. and not take advantage of it. Um, And so, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I am grateful for, well, I'm grateful for people on Reddit screwing over billionaires. (laughs) I am grateful for, um, that, uh, my body's apparently pretty resilient that it can it can yes. it can take kind of a beating um and i'm really grateful for like those moments where you get like a really hard laugh with someone mm. you know what i'm saying where you laugh like really hard mm-hmm. i was so i was talking to the person i'm dating about because i was like oh like super bowls next week you yeah know? and she was like I, who's playing again she was like i remember something about it and i was like the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and I was like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I was like, "Do you know who the the quarterback is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?" And I'm like, "I I guarantee you, you've heard of him." And she was like, "Not Aaron Rodgers." I was like, "That's a good guess, no." Mm-hmm. But he, you know, <laughs> and then she thought for a long time, and then she was like, "John Elroy." <laughs> I was like, first of all, John Elway stopped playing football like 15 years ago. (laughs) And second of all, I think you're mixing in Elroy from the Jetsons. Oh, it was so funny. China Elroy. Uh, For those of you who are not sports fans, it's um, Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. Good Mm -hmm. job. Thank you. you. Um, That's great. I didn't know that you were going to say three things you were grateful for. Sorry. Well, one didn't really count. One was a joke, and then... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Podcast at underscore Lana Joan, at The Real Jared Rodriguez. Go visit our website, www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com. You can find all the links to our sponsors there, our social media, and uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts to enter in to win a free Hello and Goodbye mug. And we'll see you next time. Be safe out there. Okay, bye.